It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app and streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980, where you see uh, the guest chair has been brought back into the equation, and Kaylin Kaler from The Athletic is with us. Kaylin, uh, good to see you. How are you? Thanks for having me, Craig. Happy to be here. Uh, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, you wrote a tremendous story on the San Francisco 49ers, and it's really, like, it is about the 49ers, because that's where Kyle is yeah. now, but it's on, I would say, a... Uh, a tradition that Mike Shanahan started, one that passed through Washington, yep. and um, what a, I guess the the word that we're looking for here is a surveillance state, essentially that yeah. they've got. Well, how did you catch wind of this before we even dive into it? Yeah, it's actually like a totally long and convoluted story. So, at the time that Mike was coaching in Denver, that was his second head coaching gig after um, after being in Oakland. He then went to Washington, obviously, and was there for four years, and it was not a very successful run. But it had been written about at the time, and he was using cameras. Like Mike Silver, who was at Sports Illustrated back when in the Denver days, had written about it just very in like a couple sentences. Like he'd seen the operation where, in the head coach's office, in Mike's office, he had a setup, you know, where he could unmute different cameras and listen. And so it was kind of like a control center in Mike's office. And I didn't know about that. The way I found out about this was our Jets writer, Zach Rosenblatt, wrote a story about the Jets quarterback room last year, 2022 season. The lead of the story was Robert Sala sitting in his office, listening in on the quarterbacks meeting after they were done with a meeting. He was just like listening to them like chit chat afterwards. And like they were still talking about football. They were still going over plays. And that was the anecdote of like, look at how hardworking this quarterback room is because they're still going over plays. But the, what, what I took away from that was like, like, what the hell? Yeah. How how is he doing that? I was like, that's really weird. I'm like, is, is this normal? This is not something I'd heard of before. So then I started texting coaches I knew around the NFL, um, had worked for Kyle in San Francisco just randomly because I was just like, okay, what coaches are going to respond to me quickly? So I'm just like assistant coaches, whoever is this normal? Are other teams set up this way? And he's like, Oh, Robert got Sala got that from Kyle in San Francisco. And I was like, Oh, interesting. So then I'm like, well, where did Kyle? And then I start Googling Shanahan cameras and then you'll see like these little sentences and other stories that pop up. So that's my long way to explain how I got this right idea. So it's, it's basically a Shanahan tree thing. Mike started it in Denver and the technology has completely evolved to the point now. I, I was going to say, like, I imagine like an old school 1980s movie, like yeah. security guard sitting somewhere, probably yes. falling asleep before the villain breaks yes. in. Like, and now he's probably got HD cameras with like, like crystal clear everything. Well, and the difference now is that Zoom happened, right? Mm-hmm. So in 2020 with the COVID protocol, teams were limited in how many people could be in a meeting room and they had to socially distance. And if they weren't able to do that, they had to be virtual. And so coaches who might normally pop into a meeting like couldn't do that anymore so it became a lot easier to do this type of surveillance because you were already setting up all of your meetings to be recorded on zoom anyways so when that happened kyle kyle was already doing it in san francisco but they transitioned to zoom and now it's just made it easier for him to actually this is the difference between mike and kyle mike couldn't join a meeting from his own office he had to walk down the hall and open the door, which he did several times. Right. Like, so the opening anecdote to the story in The Athletic, which I would highly recommend anyone to read, is Mike overhearing a change that was being made. It was a protection, I think. Yeah. Uh, and and him just running down the hall and being like, oh, hell no, we're not doing it. And this yeah. is why. Yeah. And so there was like multiple stories of that. And I and media night this week, I 
needed more stuff about Kyle because I had pre-reported all of the night of of the Mike Shanahan stuff, right? And I had gotten a few players on the phone who had played for Kyle in San Francisco, but not many. So I was like, all right, media night, I got to get some Niners. So I went to their third string quarterback, Brandon Allen, and I'm like. Um, you know, assuming that Kyle is probably more involved with quarterbacks than any other position. Right. I'm like, does he like what is what is this like? And he's like, oh, we call the screen in our room uh, like the Zoom screen. He's like, we call it the voice of God because Kyle will unmute and just start talking into their meeting. So that's, that's where the technology has changed because Mike had to physically appear. Kyle doesn't even have to leave his office. He can just unmute himself and start correcting things, which is really interesting. That's fascinating yeah i don't know how i feel about it uh, I, I feel i feel like if i was like I, I guess what it does do like i don't know so i've got a lot of the audience knows this so i'm sorry to the audience for on uh, some level being repetitive here uh but you don't know this so i do a podcast with logan paulson who played for kyle logan was in my story there you go yeah so logan logan and i talk about stuff with kyle all the time and I yeah think there's like a couple of different things that i've learned about why that tree is so successful and one of them is the level of perfection that is needed to like get something in yeah. the playbook. Yeah. Level of refinement is extraordinarily high, which is why I think these coaches like slow it, go to somewhere else, yeah. and become very successful. Also, there is like if you're gonna work for Kyle with the level of detail he has, your ego has to be in control. And I'd mm -hmm. imagine like there are coaches that absolutely that would not fly with. And if you know that about yourself, like you're probably not working for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and I think that's completely right. And the thing that was interesting about this is, um, well, I have three things to say, but the first thing is, uh, I'll try to remember them all. But the That's first, been me all week. Yeah, yeah. The first thing is, um, I did speak to a few people who were very critical of this system, but I couldn't include their opinions in any concrete way in this story because they were not even willing to go anonymous. Like, I, I couldn't refer to them in any capacity. It's just like, yeah, I'll tell so, you, but you can't use it. Yeah. Right. And and I thought that was interesting because it shows, like, Kyle Shanahan is a very powerful figure. We've seen many, three different head coaches get hired from his staff. So he is, he's got a lot of sway. And, and people are not wanting to be on the wrong side of that. So... There are people who are definitely not fans of this, but everyone that is quoted in my story is like, yeah, we like it because it helps us, it helps the coaching messaging, messaging stay well, at consistent. at the end of the day, if you're about the team, like, yeah. he's the guy that drives it. Right. So it's quality control in real time. And Logan um, had a really good quote and a really good point that he made in my story when I talked to him because he played with Mike and Kyle. Right. So he's got the experience of knowing them both and seeing directly how Kyle took things from Mike and how they're similar. And Logan was like, he also played other places outside of the Shanahan tree, like right. Chicago, I think Houston, yep. Atlanta. Yep. So he said he noticed a difference right away when he was at a different organization that was not coached by a Shanahan because he's like, I might be in like an offensive line meeting and the message from the offensive line coach is about our run game is like not lining up with the offensive coordinator and the right. offensive coordinator doesn't have the knowledge to know that our first meeting went poorly so his meeting goes bad and then it's like all of the meetings are just like compiling and like the level of not being on the same page and he was like at first i just thought it was like a shanahan thing like oh they must be talking to each other all the time he's like but now that we're talking about the cameras he's like i think it was <laughs> because of that system like that wild. means a lot yeah and then the third thing i was going to say is 
um, going back to like the surveillance aspect of it, and I think this goes a long way in why some people are fans of this system, is um, there is the ability to mute your audio. So on Zoom technology, the position coach, if he wants to have a real conversation with his players, or even if he's like, all right, we're talking about our personal lives right now. Like, this isn't about football anymore. Yeah, Kyle he doesn't can, hear this. Yeah, yeah, he can mute it. And Mike was very specific when he implemented this system in Denver and Washington. At the time, it wasn't Zoom, so there was a light switch or a dial that you could turn. And Mike was very specific to tell his coaches, hey, I don't want this to feel like a big brother thing. Like, huh. if you want to talk, you know... S-H-I-T about me, go <laughs> ahead and just turn the dial off. And right. then Chris Forster, who is now the run game coordinator. Yes, great coach. Great coach. He um, he told me that there were several times in Washington where he forgot to turn the switch back on after turning it off. And Mike's assistant had to come to his office and be like, hey, you need to turn this back on. So, the, so Mike did care to be like, I need to hear everything about football. But if it wasn't, he was like, all right, just do your thing. Like, I don't want you to feel like I'm watching you every single second of the day right that is so cool there's so many more anecdotes and so much great uh insight and you get more logan paulson which i mean what more does yeah. my audience want than more lp he's great he's i had never met him before well what's we'll big take, fan now we have to get you on the podcast yeah we have to get you on take command yeah so we'll, we'll get that all scheduled we have each other's great. email we'll get that done uh maybe we can do like a podcast length version of this and talk some about some <laughs> yeah. more of the anecdotes yeah uh and we didn't have to be uh radio friendly so that's also fun right uh caitlin kaler you read the story in the athletic it's so good definitely check that out uh when we get back here on radio row in las vegas scott graham one of the great voices of the nfl on westwood one joins us here on the hoffman show